Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 771, recorded live on September 16th, 2023. And here are your hosts, the man who is a wealth of knowledge of Pogo, Dave Play. Hi! And the man who is still asking all the questions, Andy Lowe. Hi. Not a, a skill that I thought would be called upon so frequently. <laughs> it's like that 80s movie genre of like, we need a kid who's got a bunch of experience doing such and such. And I'm like, oh, that's me. Except I'm not a kid. I'm a man in my late 30s. But How's yeah. Pokemon Go, Andy? Oh my goodness. Well, let's hold on, let me quickly So I've i I have I told Frick Frick <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god So you haven't turned off the music then? No Shush Shush Jesus. I you know a, a lot of people just turn the music off. <sighs> I forgot how good that music is, though. Oh, boy. Well, I just got Isaac 30 Pokeballs, so. <laughs> um, he, he uses Pokeballs like it's a machine gun. Like, does he even wait to see if it hits? Uh, sometimes. Or is he just like, nope, I'll throw another one. Pretty much. <laughs> he'll just throw and throw and throw and then maybe get it close to this, you know, close enough to the circle that it actually goes in. So, um, is there any other easy way to get, um, Pokeballs outside of Pokestops? Gifts. Well, okay. There are Pokeballs in gifts. Well, yeah, I, 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 I see that. Hold on, I'm well, turning this back up because this is... Um, so did I tell you that I tried to get it running on the Amazon Kindle Fire? Yes. But it turns out the Kindle Fire does not have a GPS chip in it. Okay, so it does not work there. Well, yes and no. There's still location stuff in the, in the, um, in the Kindle mm-hmm. Fire. But, but like Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's Wi-Fi based. So he's bouncing all over the place. And uh-huh. it's automatically disabled for kids' accounts. Oh. So, I mean, that makes sense. Yes. So it's automatically disabled, so you would have to go into the parental thing to approve the GPS for apps. But since Pogo was sideloaded in... It doesn't recognize it as an app. Yes. Because it was not installed to the operating system. Nope. The operating system doesn't really even know that it's there. Well, the, it's, so what it, did you do? Because I like Isaac is in Pokemon Go. You just said he's throwing Pokeballs like a machine gun. Uh, because I grabbed. Remember, I reviewed that ten-inch tablet that I picked up from Walmart. Yes, because I, uh, I was using it as the uh, baby monitor for okay. the, the the webcams. Right. Yes, because it was cheaper to do that than the uh, actual baby monitors. Yes. Um. Well, this ten-inch tablet has a GPS chip in it. Not bad. So I just have it hotspot to my phone. And you can play Pokemon Go on it. Yes. So this is... How is, how much was this tablet? Um, let me... Tip up Walmart. 10 inch 
on tablet. It looks like they have, oh, I did the pro version, uh, $129. Mm. They have a 10-inch non-pro version for $90, but the pro version's got the bigger battery. Okay. Which, as you know... Pokemon Go tends to drain it pretty quick. And you know what also drains it pretty quick? When your phone's a hotspot at the same time. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah. You're Um, gonna... I, I need you to send me, like, the link slash specs or something so I can find this thing. Okay. I've been looking for a tablet to have for Pokemon Go. Let me find it. I think it's the ONN 10.1 Tablet Pro. Yes, the Pro version, not the... You can get it refurbished for $90. Okay. So yes, cool. That's, that's what he's uh, he's using it on. Which, mind you, when he hands me the the thing there, every once in a while he wants me to you know catch a Pokemon for him because yeah. he, he still hasn't figured out how to how to curve it yet. I'm sort of okay on that. Um, it's a <clears> lot <throat> different swiping on this tablet screen because it's so much bigger. Yep. Than it is on my phone. I've I've had Pokemon Go um, on the Pixels. You have a Pixel, right? Yes. You know you can do the split screen with a Pixel. <laughs> Where you have the two apps running yeah, yeah. vertically. Yes. Yeah. If you do that with Pokemon Go so that it's half the size of the screen, you can launch the ball. Which I, I don't think you really need to. Unless... Uh, Zubats. Yes. Zubats are like ridiculously far away. There was something else that was really far away too. And it was, it's, so it was hard to tell tiny. because I, I don't turn on AR+. No, God, no. Well, except I was just reading a thing on there where you can supposedly make an excellent throw. Yeah, I wasn't able to get it to work. Yeah, I have. I I've been trying. I I just throw with an excellent throw, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, if I need to, if I'm trying for an excellent throw, I'll just throw straight. I'll still curve it and just get the excellent. Like. Yes, I know, but some of us have not <laughs> been playing for seven years. Yeah. 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 I mean, I did like take a three or four year gap in there, but I have been playing for a long time. (sighs) Let me put it this way. The timed investigation for the Master Ball, the only thing I have left is raids. Oh, yeah. We still haven't done one of those yet. Did I I tell you that Isaac somehow picked the wrong team? Yes, that he he's a team instinct. Yes. It's not the wrong team. He's just on a different team. I Andy. know, but still, it was one of those things where we, you know, we sat down and like, okay, Isaac, you know, there are three teams. You have to pick one. There's a blue team, a red team, and a yellow team. His favorite color is blue. And I was like, oh, you know, no. I was like, you know, Dave and Brian and all your friends are blue. I'm the blue team. So most likely mommy and I will also pick blue. Is that okay? And he's like, yeah, no, we can be blue. So I pick blue, Kate picks blue, and we're out there. And we put some stuff in the gym. And then we're out walking, which walking with Isaac playing Pokemon Go was like in my head, I see those people try and take their cats out on leashes. <laughs> yep. Where he will just walk and then he will just stop and sit somewhere to catch Pokemon. And I'm like, dude, you can. You can catch while you walk. It, it's a thing. You can, you can keep going. Yep. I so, mean, yeah. 
Yeah. That was, yeah. So like the first time we tried went going out with him, we went out and we were trying to, you know, we were going to walk to where the polka stops are, but that took forever and he ran out of pokeballs and then we went to, you know, get more pokeballs at the, the three pokey stops over there and then walk back. And by the time we already walked back, he was already out again. Yeah. So the next time I actually drove out to and basically <laughs> sat in the middle of all the pokey stops. And that was, you know, we went along the bike path and that's where he would just stop and just, you know, yeah. try and do things. But yeah, we put, we, we beat a gym, we put ours in the gym and then we're like, we're just going like, all right, Isaac, you know, put yours in the gym. And he's like, won't let me. And I'm like, what do you, what do you mean it won't let you? And he's like, well, I can attack you guys. And I'm just like, wait a second. Oh no. Wait a second. And then I look oh, and no. I'm like, I just see, you know, has the blue color in the background. I'm looking at Isaac's phone. I'm like, that's yellow. Wait, is is he yellow? I said, are you yellow? He's like, yeah, I'm yellow. No I'm one like, picks yellow. What? Instinct is the joke team. No one picks it. Poor Isaac. So what are you going to do? Well, I, I, you know, I said, Isaac, you know, it's going to cost a thousand coins. You're, you know, if you, to change teams, we talked about that. And so like, you know, we, we put him in the gym and then, you know, he was earning coins and then he went and bought a backpack. <laughs> Andy, just make him a new account. With the amount of hassle it is to create a kid's account. <laughs> but you've gone through all the hassle. It shouldn't be that bad anymore. I'm, I'm just, Isaac is going to Isaac, so I'm just going to let him do his thing. Okay. And it's like, you know what? He wastes the Pokeballs. Oh, no, he wastes the Pokeballs. He's... <laughs> <laughs> hilarious i'm sorry but we hey we, we got him outside he wanted to go for a walk the other day because of pokemon that's good and you know we went out to the playground today yeah because you know i was sitting there going like okay who what where's the what's the greatest concentration of pokey stops and in my head i'm like okay where did i build the micro fields in ingress in ingress yeah i'm like so i just pull up the ingress map and i'm just looking going okay where did i put the micro fields where did i put the micro fields and that's when i'm like messaging dave going like are these things like normally ingress portals to pokey stops like one to one yeah not quite yeah but i was like oh yeah slash intel it's got i'm like this this is my map because trying to find pokemon maps online is just ridiculous because there's unless you pay for them yeah it's i'm like screw ingress is close enough yeah the 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 real trick that I have found when you're trying to do stuff like this is if you can find a, a loop that's like a five-minute walk. Yep. Nope, that was the so same that, thing with Ingress and Harry yep. Potter. That was the other thing was like my Harry Potter stuff was like, oh, yeah, no, if I just walk. There was there was um, one of the playgrounds that was next to one of the uh, radio transmitter sites. It was actually the one that I shut down and got to cut the towers down. Um, but there was a park across the street from that. So it was a perfect, they had a, they had a little path through the woods and it was a perfect loop. We'd just be able to walk that and, you know, get the five minute loop going. No problem. It was like eight, yeah, eight stops in that loop. So like that was one of my things to, to, you know, just get that going there. But the Isaac doesn't really want to walk. He just sits there in Pokemon. So I'm like, well, screw, mm -hmm. you know. Like you do. Yeah. So I just went to the, one of the parks over there and there was uh, six pokey stops within basically, you know, come, uh, just sit in one spot. You could hit five of them. If you move slightly over, you could hit the sixth. So, you know, we just, I just sat there, you know, just sat and spun, sat and spun, sat and spun. 
I'm sure if you went like downtown Kalamazoo, there'd be a, just like infinitely many. Yeah, that's what uh, Kate and I actually went out for lunch on Friday because I was downtown and so was she. And um, there was a bar that she had gone to with her boss the other day that had <clears throat> four or five pokey stops within just, you know, sitting by the window. Yeah. So did that for lunch the other day. Yeah, I'm looking at downtown, downtown Kalamazoo, and there's just, like, so many. Yep. Yes, no, it's doing this for Isaac, so whatever Isaac wants to do, Isaac's going to do. Which is really awesome, like, that you're doing that. I'm, I'm very happy for you and, and for Isaac and the family, like, getting to play like this. What is Megan doing while you're all doing this? Um, she has her small screen sometimes. Other times, like we went to the playground, so Megan just went and played. And there's also uh, an app out there called Pokemon um, Pokemon Playhouse. Yes, Pokemon Playhouse. Can interact with. So she's just playing that. Yes. Okay. Which you know, there's the Pokemon and there's eggs, and they have like little mini games with the Pokemon, and then you know you play the mini games and you hatch the eggs and you get more Pokemon. So it's like okay, yeah. So how are you enjoying Pokemon Go? Ah, <sighs> the problems I had with Pokemon, the original Pokemon, yeah, are all starting to bubble up again. <laughs> the catch them all mentality. Yes. But, you know, looking at the wiki where it's like, yeah, this Pokemon is only available in, you know, the other hemisphere of the world. I love that you're looking at the wiki. Like, that that makes me giggle. But yes, go on. It's like, okay, you know, I know for a fact that unless, you know, I win the lottery and decide to do a round-the-world trip, uh-huh. there is no freaking way. So, there's two things. Things that you you want to know about that. <laughs> okay. One is that trading is a thing. Yeah. No, I I I I have a friends list of eighty seven. Yeah. How many of those are still active is another question. I actually just well went, right, but like yeah, I just went and uh, got enough gifts to actually send everybody in my friends list a gift. Very nice. And we'll it's very see. nice of you. Well, of course. Who but, opens you know, them? Yeah. Yep. Who, who's actually going to respond? Because then I can easily look at, you know, friendship levels and be like, okay, these are the actual active people. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Except that, like, I was very, very bad for a very, very long time about opening gifts. And the only reason I'm doing a much better job of it right now is that the friend up rewards is 1.5 XP. Which means reaching best friends with someone before the end of November um, is worth 150,000 XP. That's a, that's, a good, that's a good chunk of change. Yeah. And if you lucky egg, then that's 300,000 XP a pop. Okay. Do you have 300,000 XP yet, Andy? I'm checking actually right now. What am I at? Um, like lifetime XP? Total XP so far, 802,425. Okay. So it's a third of your XP in, in one go. Yep. Yeah. Which so that's why I've been a lot better about sending and opening gifts in the last, like, two weeks. So don't don't take the friends list as the end-all be-all. If they haven't opened your gift, they might still be active. But, you know, if they haven't opened my gift, I can't send them a second one, so... Right. Yep. And you can't level up friends. 
Um, the other thing is that there are often events that they will do from time to time that either changes the regionals or for a limited time breaks the region lock. For instance, all of the Gen 1 Pokemon were available for the Kanto celebration. Even the ones that are supposed to be region locked, like Kangaskhan, which is region locked to Australia, and Mr. Mime, which is region locked to Europe. They were just all available all over the world. Okay. Well, so, you know, that's a thing. But you and know. also, you have friends who play, who travel, mm-hmm. or have traveled, and happen to have extras of some of the things that they traveled with. That's the other thing, is I have to get best friends with Isaac so we can look at the um, our uh, lists and start, you know, swapping back and forth the ones that he's caught that I don't have and the ones that mm-hmm. I, you know. That's yeah, the, or thing just, I kind of, I hate just wait. the fact that I can't really level up a Pokemon unless I find multiple Pokemon. If you make it your buddy... Well, yes, I know if I make it my buddy, it will slowly find candy. Yes. And also when you start doing raids, you will get the item rare candy. I've got some rare candy. How much, you know, what does what does rare candy do? Well, rare candy becomes candy of whatever Pokemon you want. Well, how many? Is it a one-to-one or? Yep. Oh. It's a one-to-one. So it's still going to take me forever to get a hundred candy to evolve. Depending on the Pokemon. Well, I just like my little buddy guy because he, he looks like a bubble and he just floats around. Who is your buddy? Uh, Solosis. Oh, yeah. He little bubble. Yep. Just... He's not particularly common right now, but like uh, other times of the year he is. There's the psychic event coming up that'll probably be pretty prevalent in. Yeah, I don't have very many psychic Pokemons as I found during the psychic battles that I've been trying. Yeah, during the psychic battles? Yes. I don't you know mean the Team Rocket battles? No, like if, no. I, if I go into battle yeah. and you, you can pick your basic rewards, right? The Go Battle League. Oh, right is the Go master. Battle League psychic right now? Yeah, there's a psychic cup going There's a psychic there. cup. How cool. Huh. I was um, getting slaughtered by Jinx many times. So I'm, do- I'm, do- I'm done until the 22nd. Interesting. Okay. Because Jinx is ice and psychic. Yes. So uh, Delphox would be a good counter to Jinx. Well, yes, but I have to find them first. Yeah. And right now my those, psychics those are, right uh, now are not Phoenix. very... Um, not very... Okay, this is the other thing that's super annoying, all right? Yes. The fact that it's like, okay, let me search by fire Pokemon types, all right? So I find a fire mm-hmm. Pokemon, and I look at it. Emma, I look at it. Thank you. And I have a fire Pokemon that does not have fire Pokemon attacks. Oh, if you want it to have the attack of fire type? Yes. Put an at in front of your search. So I have to search for... Wait, how do I do that for the filter? Do I do... Oh, what, just fire? like... Yeah, so so don't use the filter itself that like they provide when you click search and there's the like filters below. Tap in the search box to type and type at fire and it will show you your pokemon that have a fire move can i get that further by just the standard fire move rather than the build up move or whatever the 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 charge attack yes uh i think there's a way to do it hang on mongo search terms searching and filtering your pokemon Points make those move at before we'll show the thing. For example, with that type, 
Uh, ah, to search for Pokemon with a specific type of quick or charged attack, add at one, at two, or at three before the move type search. For example, at two fire will be Pokemon with a charge attack of fire. So if I do at one fire, hey, look at that. Okay. Well, there we go. All right. Wait, third attack? Yeah. Uh, You can unlock a second charge attack. Well, how does that work then? Do like two circles charge up then or what? Yep. Two circles charge up, but you only get to pick one. Oh. Hmm. So it's useful because it can give you better move coverage, or you could do a fast build charge attack and a slow build charge attack so that like you wear down their shields real quick if they if they still have shields man just the amount of i feel like the amount of spreadsheeting in this thing is just gonna get no don't do it don't do it i mean i i shouldn't tell you how to play the game but andy don't go down that route talk to beth about it don't go down the route of spreadsheets well, I don't think actually Beth is my friend. What? I, I think she's Isaac's friend. I don't think she's mine. Hold on. Well, Name you should A-Z- fix that. J K L M. Nope. She's not on there. I'll have to bug her. Yep. Be like, why are you friends with my kid and not with me? You've known well, me longer. Because you posted your friend's friend code and not your own. <laughs> you just assumed everyone was already there. That's true. I'll have to go post mine. Enter a zero to four in combination with a specific base stat. See all Pokemon with the corresponding appraisal for that stat. Example, two defense would show any Pokemon with an appraisal for the defense stat in the second range. Oh, well, there you go. Then you could search for defense and HP that are in the three zone and use those guys for... PvP. Yeah, for I was going to say for just sitting in the gyms. Yeah, that too. Also, it's hilarious when I uh, was trying to get, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw a low-level guy into the gym so Isaac can get the gym and get his coins. This was before I thought, you know, he was going to waste his coins on backpacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a cp10 item guy in there and it took like three of isaac's attacks to knock him out even though he had like 10 hp total because it went to from like 10 to 5 to 3 and then it knocked him out i'm just like wow (laughs) uh that happens no matter what i know but still it was one of those things where it's like okay you know that's just kind of (laughs) that'd be kind of a dick move you just fill the gym with all these bunch of low-level guys so somebody has to sit there and go through them. still takes a couple minutes to go through them all yep Ah, well, should we actually do topics? Yeah, I guess I'd like talking about Pokemon Go with you because yeah, I it's know, just, but this is this is not random. This is not a Pokemon Go podcast. Yes, this is not the random Pokemon podcast, which would be kind of hilarious because there are so many of them. You could literally just do a random number generator and be like, "Okay, today about a thousand of them." I did. Oh my gosh, I thought it was hard with a hundred and fifty-five of them, but Andy. Well, no, Isaac, there's a there's a Pokemon TV app. Yeah. Which turns out does not have all the Pokemon episodes, which is weird. Yeah. Um, but he was he watched the first Pokemon episode. The, I was the like, very first one? The very first Where one. Where Ash gets Pikachu? Yep. And almost gets destroyed by a flock of sparrows. Spiros. Spiros. 
which I was like, I don't remember this. Wait, wasn't but, it a flock of was it a flock of sparrows or pigeons? Um, no, he was tr- he was trying to hit the pigeons with a rock, and then he hit a sparrow. Ah, uh, and, and the sparrows got angry. Yep. And then Pikachu saves him. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was one of those things where it's like he's watching it, and they had the little Pokemon rap, and it's like, yeah, we'll rap all one hundred and fifty five Pokemon, and I'm like, oh. 150. He said 155. There were 150 original Pokemon. Is it? Did he say? Hold on. I'll have to, I'll have to watch the episode. <laughs> there were 150 original Pokemon, Andy. Okay, you do the thing and I'll take care of the hard part. 151 if you count Mew, but Mew wasn't in the original Pokedex. Oh, at least 150 or more to see to be a Pokemon master is my destiny. Okay. Yeah. I misheard the lyrics. So So I have a video for you to watch. Not right now, because it's like a half an hour long video, but it's the real Pokemon rap. Oh, God. Uh, it's called the perfect Poke rap. Right now, I'm okay. It was performed live at PAX East. Oh, geez. And it is a masterpiece. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to leave that there. And tomorrow, watch it. It's worth it. It's so worth it, Andy. It's so good. All right. Okay, topics. Um, Unity. I want to start with Unity. (laughs) I want to start with Unity. What the... Fuck! Right. So, for those who aren't in the know, Unity is a company behind the Unity engine, I think, right? Is that what they're calling yeah. the, the yeah. suite they make of tools? The Unity engine. Which, you know, these are the tools that people use to make video games. Um, mostly, they have, you know, they were known and for, to like... Me, just to give, to give... Yeah, like... They've been known as, this is the entry-level engine, it's very cheap, they do charge once you've gotten to a certain install threshold, and, like, basically they give it away for free, unless you're successful, in which case you pay a percentage to them. Which, but they also, in the past, have given away lifetime licenses. Yeah. So, there were some some people there who basically... Uh, where was it at? I was because I was reading up on. There's the article here about the history of their contracts, and um, yeah, they there were developers who paid fifteen hundred dollars for a perpetual license to Unity back in uh 2015. So there are even there were people out there who basically just paid fifteen hundred dollars upfront and got a per- perpetual license to Unity. So there was a lot of people who, you know, entry level, but still it's, it's the cheap one. It's not, it's not unreal. Unreal is basically built for the AAA titles, the big developers, that sort of stuff. But like unreal is also free for entry level. If you're a hobbyist, you can just use the unreal engine. Both of them do this thing where like, once you're successful, you, you pay them. Okay. But unity, I don't know why. I don't know who got the bright idea to say, hey, we're known as the, like, friendly, cheap engine that hobbyists can use, that entry-level people can use. It's it's a very easy engine. 
Um, we could be making a lot more money if we charge people more and if we charge them for every installation. Well, first off, Unity's lifetime accumulated deficit since they started 19 years ago, yeah. $2.6 billion. Okay. So they've not made money? Unity has never had a profitable quarter in its history. I find that hard to, like, I, I mean, those are published numbers, so mm-hmm. I guess it's going to be true. But also, they got to be making money from somewhere. They're paying their staff. They have a CEO. Uh, it had posted modest profits in the past three quarters for the first time ever, but still... You know, it there the profit that they reported over the last three quarters was 152 million. Granted, the cumulative stock-based compensation they reported paid out over the past three quarters was 494 million. So that's interesting. I mean, they generated 1.4 billion dollars in revenue for fiscal year 2022. Yes, but revenue and profit are two different things. Right. But how are they spending $1.4 billion? That one I don't know. Per year. (sighs) This is going to be a mess. Yes. So the idea is they're going, it feels like they're going after the free to play games. But they're free to play. Like the the developers aren't making any money off of them. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. I suppose Pokemon Go counts as a free-to-play. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Go actually is going to be affected by this. Oh, yeah. No, I. there have been games that I have reviewed on this podcast that I have actually gotten emails and blog posts, you know, emails and stuff to their blog posts saying, hey, just in case you guys don't know what's going on, this is going on. Like, there are developers who are literally reaching out to their fan base just to make them aware <clears throat> of this. Yeah. Well, Cult of the Lamb tweeted that, like, hey, buy our game before this date because we're deleting it. Oh, boy. Like, uh, what? I'm so, What? What? Why? People are a tad pissed. Well, especially because there was, um, when was it? There was a problem back in, oh, when they had, uh, had problems with Spatial OS mm-hmm. back in 2019. Um, where there was a there was a whole hoopla about that a few years ago, and they the dev community basically said that they were interested that any future terms of service changes could impact their projects. So Unity said, "Hey, we're going to be open about this. There's not going to be any further sudden changes to terms of service. They will even set up a GitHub page to track these changes." And um, uh, this there was a section that says. Um, if the updated terms adversely impact your rights, you may elect to continue to use any current year versions of the Unity software and any long-term supported versions of that current year release according to the terms that applied just prior to the updated terms. So they said, look, if you, if you don't like the new service, use this software. Don't upgrade, because if you upgrade, then you'll have to agree to the ner- new terms of service, but your software is you know, attached to the terms of service that you agreed to. And lo and behold, that somehow disappeared. The GitHub page was not getting updated. The, uh, you know, this keep keep your old terms of service has disappeared from other agreements. Uh-oh. Yeah. So that feels a little underhanded. Yep. 
So there was they have up they had updated other things of the terms of service and then kind of that basically superseded the other things that pe- other people have talked about, but it wasn't actually for the whole because there are multiple individual pieces of software in this you know Unity suite. Only some of those pieces of software had the new terms of service that superseded the old ones, but they didn't really you know. As I said, the GitHub page that tracked all this stuff just stopped. So people could have inadvertently, you know, agreed to a new terms of service that supersedes something that they've already done. And it's a big mess. That's really not good. Nope. And yeah, everybody is not happy about it. There are people actually internal to Unity that are also not happy about it. um, Good. Well, unfortunately, including some people making death threats to the company itself. Not good. No. Don't do that. Nope. Don't do that. That's not good. But so, like, good if if the employees are going in and saying like, "Hey, I'm I'm not I'm not okay with this." Like, props to the employees for that. Yes, there there are a lot of pro- there are a lot of employees who are leaving because they just like, nope, this is this is not what I agreed for, and you know, I I've disagreed with that inter- as much as I could. You know, the company's not listening to me, so I'm just gonna walk. Yeah, because this just. That's just so bad. It's so bad, Andy. And the pricing scheme is just like predatory. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a lot. Well, yeah, up to 20 cents per download. And, you know, how many downloads has Pokemon Go had? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Poke- oh, over a billion. <laughs> there we go. Now, if everyone in Pokemon Go has paid a dollar then 20 cents is 20 percent of course google play also takes 20 percent mm-hmm. as does actually it's 30 percent, isn't it well there's a sliding scale on that now too okay because there were developers who were upset at the amount of cut that google was taking and so there yeah. it's a it's a sliding scale on that as well the real fun bit though is the fact that um people were asking well wait you know if i bought a game made with Unity on good old games. You get a DRM-free copy that doesn't require any online connection to play. How does Unity tell how many times that's installed? And they said, we leveraged our own proprietary data model, so you can appreciate that we won't go into a lot of detail, but we believe it gives an accurate determination of the number of times the runtime is distributed for a given project. So they're going to charge you for installs, but not tell you how they got how that number. Calculating that number. Yeah, that's not good. No, and that, you know, they were asking, you know, people have been asking questions about, you know, Game Pass and other subscription services, like who's on the hook for those install costs. You know, like, like uh, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll charge you appropriately. Don't worry about it. This but, you know, who, who gets charged for the thing there? Is it like, the developer or is it the um, distributor gets charged? This is all super, super sus. Yep. <sighs> Not it's, a fan. Nope. The, uh, the, what people are doing already as a former protest is the fact that large number of studios, especially the free-to-play ones that have, you know, show ads, are pulling any Unity-based ads that they would normally show in their platform. That's an interesting attack. The, hey, we aren't going to show ads for your thing. Well, no, no, because the ads are Unity based. If that makes sense, like for games that are Unity based, or the the ads themselves were created in Unity. Uh, I do believe the um, 
I think the ads were created in Unity, or is it's the it's whatever. I think it's a Unity Ads SDK that is used for showing the ads, and they're just just shut that off, and they're just trying to use other ad you know platforms. <clears throat> hmm. All right, the whole thing is a mess, and it's going to change five more times next week. It's already changed a bunch. Where Unity was like, oh, um reinstalls don't count and people are like but how do you know that it's a reinstall and they're like magic yeah it's this whole oh it's a proprietary system that we're using for the numbers and i'm like mm. we magically know who is installed you said part of my thing is uh, if i install it on one computer and then uninstall it and then install it on a different computer or do they get charged twice for that nobody knows except somebody at unity and even someone there probably doesn't know because they've probably got three different answers. Probably. Yeah, this is a really bad change. And it came out of nowhere. <clears throat> okay, what else do we want to talk about? Well, Wanderlust happened. Wanderlust? Wanderlust, the iPhone. Oh, iPhone's bullshit thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, iPhone is USB-C. And has a brighter screen. Yep. Those are the, the two things I heard about it. Well, the um, the well, it turns out the the USB ports in the standard versus the Pro are different, actually. Really? Yes. The the what throughput the throughput on the standard mode is slower. It's basically capped at the lightning speed because did they, they add a cap? Well, no, no, they they didn't have the the chip in the standard is an older chip. Hmm. Um, which didn't have the USB-C driver, basically. Mm. So it's basically, there's it's basically, I think, almost like a lightning to USB adapter basically built into the iPhone. So it's still dealing with it as a lightning connector. <clears throat> but in the Pro version, there's an actual like USB-C chip in the, in the phone that is able to handle it like an actual USB-C interface. So the i15 Pro is actually going to have faster USB-C charging than the base model. So this isn't just data. This is also charging? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That, that's, that sounds fishy. Well, the uh, AirPod Pros are also going to be USB-C charging as well. Mm-hmm. And there is uh, the Apple Watch Ultra 2 is going to be coming out which is just the slightly upgraded version than the Apple Watch Series 9. I, I, or Apple Watch Ultra, I don't know. There's so many freaking stupid names. <laughs> Welcome to an Apple world. Yes, unfortunately, I, I am now in that world because the state of Michigan phone that I was given is the um, no. iPhone 14. No. I think really? it's a 14, or is it a 12? The state of Michigan gave you an iPhone? Yes. Gross. Yep. So yes, I actually now carry around two cell phones when I'm on work, just because I have my normal phone, and I have the state. Playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> and the state phone, probably well, not playing Pokemon Go. I, You know, you said that, and I had... I was actually stuck outside the Benton Harbor Police Department, which is across the street from the Benton Harbor po uh, Library and Post Office. And Traditionally, focus stops. Yes, and I looked on Ingress and their Ingress portals, and I had completely forgotten about that while I was just sitting there. And I was, no joke, sitting in the parking lot 
updating the firmware on Motorola, Motorola radios in cars in the parking lot. So I'm just sitting there watching. Waiting for the, the progress bar to tick by. Yes. And I'm like, God, I was there for an hour. I could have had. It's a lot of, it's a lot of stops. Yeah, I could have spun at least 20 times. Didn't even yep. think about it. Got to get in that mindset, Andy. God, no, maybe. I don't know. I I, I, I have. Hold on. Let me tell you. Oh, it's raining. Uh, oh, that's another thing. The weather in Go has nothing to do with the actual weather. Yeah, I see that. Um, yeah, I have currently 86 Pokeballs. So I am not. Oh, thank you for opening my gift. You're welcome. 86 Pokeballs, huh? Yeah, I got 86 Pokeballs. Well, that, 85. I just I just made a nice throw. <laughs> Andy playing Pokemon Go. We're well, supposed to be talking about iPhones. Yes, it was a Kakuna out there. So I have 248 Pokeballs, 225 Great Balls, and 112 Ultra Balls. Yeah, is there is the only way to get Pokecoins either buying or guys in the... Oh my god, this Zubat is just going bananas. Defending Here, a, gyms or buying coins. Have a banana, you Zubat. It doesn't do very much. Yeah, I see that. Bananas are useless. Ah, got him. All right. That's the, that's the only thing that I hate is the fact that I can't like up. I've got, I'm looking at my Bulbasaur that I picked up at the very beginning. And unless I want him as my buddy, he's going to just be sitting there at level 12. Not Bulbasaur, Squirtle. I got a Squirtle mm-hmm. at CP 12. Mm-hmm. And unless I find another Squirtle somewhere or I make him my buddy, he's just going to sit yeah. there. Yeah. But you're also going to find more. And the ones that you find will probably be better. They just had Charmander Community Day. They're doing Community Day Classics now. Okay. So we just had the... In fact, the next one should be the Bulbasaur... No, the Squirtle Community Day Classic. Because they've done uh, Bulbasaur and Charmander. I think they have, at least. I don't know. It's hard to track. They don't have a very good calendar of these things. (laughs) That's what I've been noticing. Um, let's see. Uh, France has pulled iPhone 12s off the shelves because supposedly they give off too much radiation. Uh-oh. That don't sound good. Wait, like how? Well, what, the, what in them is radioactive? Well, no, no, the RF. Oh, so just like interference. There, um, that's that's not ionizing. The whole body specific absorption rate for the iPhone 12 exceeds the EU standards. For ionizing or non-ionizing? Well, this um, it looks like in the okay. So let's see. There are two measures of SAR for device device operating in the same frequency range as the iPhone. The head and trunk value taken to protect against acute exposure effects <laughs> on central nervous tissues when a phone is against the head or in a pants pocket must not exceed two watts of power per kilogram of body tissue averaged over six minutes. When the phone is held in the hand or in clothing or accessories for a limb's value, it's four watts per kilogram of body tissue averaged over six minutes. Let's see. France measured the iPhone 12 exceeding the limbs limit at 5.74 watts of 
per kilogram of body tissue averaged over six minutes. That is a <clears throat> that is a funky unit. Watts per <laughs> kilogram of body tissue. Yep. That's that's a cursed unit. Watts per kilogram. Because mm-hmm. wait, convert what what is a watt reduced to basic scientific It's a unit of energy, isn't it? Watt unit. A watt is a one joule per second or one kilogram meter squared uh, per second cubed. <laughs> so this is per kilogram. So it would be one meter squared per second cubed. So Apple, um, the iPhone 12 is no longer currently for sale in France and other countries are joining on this, um, which I was like, iPhone 12, really? I mean, you know, announcing this the same people- day. Yeah, no. That they're people. announcing the iPhone 15. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Apple says that there is probably a software fix for this, so they'll work really? on yes. A software fix. Yes. Okay. Sure. I believe you, Apple. Whatever. Well, it's it's a tr- if the the if the iPhone is transmitting RF, you can adjust the transmission power. That's pretty damn simple. Yeah, but like. Then why is it transmitting that much power in the first place? I don't know. Let's see. What is the FCC's rule? Okay. SARS limits set by the FCC are 1.6 watts per kilogram. Okay. uh, The iPhone 12 was measured at 1.554 watts per kilogram at their peak, generally when using a hotspot. All right. So according to the FCC measurements, it was 1.6 watts. So it might just be how France is measuring this. Mm. So who knows? Uh, what else we got here? Oh, um, new emoji. Well, there's there's a couple of new emojis. Um, there Shaking are te- and nodding heads. Yes. That's, that's big. You can emoji a no, emoji a yes. Um. Uh, four new gender neutral family emoji mm-hmm. and 108 new direction specifying versions of six pre-existing people emojis. So, so your people like running, walking. Yeah, you can go left and right now. Person walking, like facing right. Philip Worms. <laughs> person running, facing right. Person kneeling, facing right. Person with white cane facing right. Person in wheelchair facing right. Person in motorized wheelchair facing right. Yeah. By the way, uh, Andy and I played more of the password game last week after we finished recording. And we got to where you the, the egg has been given to you and the egg hatched. And then you have to feed a chicken. And yes. then I got frustrated and I tried to feed the chicken a lot and the chicken died. Because it was overfed. I overfed Philip. The surprise, though, was the fact that um, Unicode 15.1 did not require any brand new emoji characters to create the new emojis. Because they're all combinations? Yes. That's cool. They are using basically the parts from other emojis to create the new emojis. So there's no actual, like, new... New Unicode character. It's just new emojis... That are combinations of them. Yes. So the phoenix is literally a bird and fire. Mm-hmm. And a lime is a lemon and green. I love it. The brown mushroom is mushroom and brown. 
broken chain. Technically, is, it's actually three characters because it's the there's the a there's zero a connector joiner. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a joiner there's a character. Um, which is how you know it's the difference between a lemon and the color green versus a lime. You know what this reminds me of is the, the like alchemy game where you were combining random things to get oh, other God. things. Yep. I remember that. That's, that's this, right? Like I combine lemon and green and I get lime. Towards the end of that game, all I would do is just put all the icons on the screen and then just start randomly tapping the screen. <laughs> and all of a sudden... Like, eventually, just, something will connect. Yeah, something will buzz and be like, oh, I got something. I got that. Yeah, it's like, oh, I got a vampire by combining a ghost and a bat. Yeah, and then you combine the vampire and the sun and you get ash. <laughs> <sighs> that game probably would get charged up the wazoo by Unity. <laughs> Was it was it made in Unity? I don't know, but if it was, neither do I. If it was, yeah. Um, and of course, our Starship update uh, could be October because we announced that the FAA last week, you know, cl- concluded the technical investigation into the April launch. Sixty-three corrective issues. Yes, fifty-seven of them, according to Elon Musk. <clears throat> um, okay, so Elon Musk first said they. SpaceX largely created the list of 63 corrective actions for the FAA FAA to approve. Uh, 57 of them are for this launch. Six are for future launches. Mm -hmm. And according to Elon, they basically already had, you know, since they were the ones to suggest the problems, they already had solutions for them. Um, So they're already basically in process and or done. Nice. So So, October launch is possible yes acting faa administrator polly trottenberg said we are working well with them and have been in good discussions teams are working together and i think we're optimistic sometime next month now spacex will still need environmental approval from the u.s fish and wildlife service so who knows that timeline a little pissed at all the like powderized concrete being spread over a couple cubic miles yes of you know protected wetlands yeah well square miles i guess but i was thinking the cubic tons of concrete cubic meters of concrete whatever there was a lot of concrete it went over a lot of area mm-hmm. i'm tired it's eleven forty. it's twelve forty for andy yep so should anything else on this list that you're interested in? I mean, I'm interested in the ignobles, but I'm not looking at them right now because I have a friend who usually hosts an ignoble party. Okay. Let me, can I just give you one? One of the eggs? Yes. Sure. Reanimating dead spiders to use as mechanical grippers. <laughs> That's terrible. Yes. Yes, it is. That's awful. Downright nightmarish. That's so bad. <laughs> oh, I'm glad they got the recognition for it, though. Just oh, watching the the oh boy. Spiders are yep. bad enough. Reanimating dead spiders. Yep. Nope. So, random review. <clears throat> so before. Isaac got into Pokemon Go. Um, I was trying to um, sort of get him into geocaching. 
mm-hmm. because the Portage Park system had done these, you know, hey, search for these things in the parks. And it was basically just geocaching. They even were using geocaching boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so we would go to the first spot that they would give us, which was the, the main office. Um, and we got this booklet that was basically, hey, here are all the clues. And um, all the clues had GPS coordinates attached to it. So then I would have to open up my phone and then type in the GPS coordinates, um, which they were in either um, degree, minute, decimal, or mm-hmm. degree, minute, seconds, which guess uh, that neither one of those is what Google Maps uses. So that was good. So I'd have to actually take the uh, the the addresses, convert them into degree decimals, and then type that into Google Maps, and then I would get the locations. And yeah, it was very complicated. Doesn't sound fun. No. So I was trying to figure out. No, Isaac was okay with it for the first couple of times, but after a while, he's like, "This is not fun." And I'm like, "Well, what would make it fun?" And he said something that, you know, he could actually like almost like treasure map it sort of thing there. So I was trying to find some sort of cheap GPS device that he could hold on to and actually use to find the things. And I found this mini GPS. Now, I the link I've got here is for the um, Walmart website. I actually picked it up on AliExpress for cheaper than it's listed here. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying to get links from AliExpress is something. How much did I pay for that? Yep, I paid less. I paid $28 out the door. And this Walmart one is 35 So, but still, you know, close to the right point. And I can review AliExpress at another time. Uh, but it's... It's it's literally handheld. This thing is, I don't know, about a size of a silver dollar. So like watch size. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good, it's slightly bigger than my Fitbit watch screen size. But it's a handheld GPS and you can program in your um, GPS coordinates in degrees, minutes, seconds. And it, you know, it takes about two minutes to get the GPS um, when you first boot it up here. Like I just turned it on and I'm still waiting for it to get a, a signal. I'm also inside a house, so it's probably not helping. Um, but uh, if I turn it off and then turn it back on again, it found the GPS signal under a minute. And um, there was a geocache that was over by the bike path and I plugged it in there and I had him, you know, following directions and it, it was pretty accurate for something that's just a, like a squashed egg. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good and it was pretty cheap too. Like it's, I, I didn't need all the complex stuff that all the handheld garments did. I just needed something to tell me my GPS coordinates and let me plug in a set of GPS coordinates and, you know, and be off to the races. Nice. So if there are anybody out there who does geocaching, especially with kids, and you don't want, you know, to hand the kid a hundred dollar Garmin, you can grab this for 30 bucks and this will handle 99% of what you're trying to do. So it's a, it's a nice Very little guy. Cool. Can also tell you um, how fast you're going, miles per hour, total distance. It's got a clock on there because it's GPS. So of course it's got a clock. Um, <laughs> it'd be really funny to not have a clock given yeah. that like that's how gps works yes well that's how my uh outback gets its time is from the gps system yep 
So that's how the the Rav Four actually asks when you cross the Michigan to Indiana border. It's like, hey, change time zones. Do you want to update your clock? And it knows it because it gets the clock from GPS. Yep. Uh, it's got a 400 milliamp hour battery, and I still haven't had to charge this thing. So it's got a good it's got a good battery in the thing. Nice. Uh, you can actually store, I think, 16 locations. So you can either program them in ahead of time, or you can actually just, you know, walk around somewhere and, like, save the location in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, backlit. Little itty-bitty guy, but perfect if you're doing something with GPS and you need, you know, your GPS location without having to have your phone on. <clears throat> so, there you go. Mini GPS Navigator. Okay. So, random topic. Yes. Rolled ahead of time. Yes. How do you fold a fitted sheet? Different every time. <laughs> um, I... Depends if I'm folding it with someone or not. Um, because if I'm folding it, like, with someone else, then there's, like, I, I try to... How do I describe this? I don't know. I, I fold a fitted sheet by folding a, the damn sheet. It's never pretty. I always take folded sheet, or fitted sheet, inside yeah. out, and then I put all four of the corners onto each other. Yeah. So, like, you fold it in half, then fold it the other way in half. Yes. And so I, tuck, all I tuck all the fitted the corners all, are in the, yeah, the all, corner. all fitted corners are in the same thing, and they're all... Somehow, when I'm folding it, it gets, you know, instead of inside out, it's all, you know, right side out. And then, from what, I'm, from what I've learned with all of the folding videos that I have watched, um, yes, there was a time where um, I just got a new dresser, because my original dresser was running out of space. With how... What? Oh, yes, this is, act- this is actually now my third dresser. Um, but I needed some more space, but I was trying to figure out how to fit everything in my dresser, and so I was watching different folding techniques for stuff there, and as long as, basically, it boils down to as long as you can get it into the shape of a square or a rectangle or a triangle, you can fold things pretty easily. So, you, the way I fold it with all the fitted corners in one corner, you kind of just fold it to make it a rectangle, and then from there, you can just fold it however you need it folded, lengthwise, widthwise, to, you know, fit your thing. But I, I think the, the trick here is folding a fitted sheet to look like a, a rectangle. Yes, to look like a flat sheet. Is is the, the difficult part. Yes. I've also seen people using fitted sheets as like a bag of storing the other sheets inside of it and the pillowcases inside the fitted sheet and you somehow fold it to make it a, like a bag. But I, I don't do that. That's just that's just seems silly on my part. But yeah, no, every, all the corners into one corner, and then make it a rectangle, and then fold it as fit as needed. That's how I do it. I'll have to check it. I'll try it. We'll see. Yeah, it, I just, it's, it's hard to describe, but yeah, somehow, they, yeah, it works. So, <laughs> on that very non-descriptive description, uh, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail 
at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>